Hey guys, I'm your host Jamika, and you're listening to It's Kinda Crazy with this week's guest, Mel Campbell. Here we go. But I wanted to go a little bit first into your background Mm -hmm. before Mother Runner and Jock and everything. Were you always into fitness and health or is that something that you came to later in life? It's a it's a really interesting question. I grew up in a family of six, so mum and dad had four of us kids, so it was three of number f- of four. Um, and my dad played soccer until he was 55, so we always say so him and my brother and I were the active ones in the family, my sisters and my mum not so much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so from nine was my first foray into any kind of sport, and that was netball until I was 16. And then I found, you know, team sports like I always did team sports I was tags yep. and things like that but as a as a child I was a, quite a good runner mm-hmm. but I think being um one of four and also culturally so my background is Italian it wasn't a thing like we didn't so I yep. would win the 800 at school and I'd win the cross country around the school but back then there wasn't a jock athletic and there wasn't anything to go oh you should do this to to pursue it to yeah. pursue it and my brother was the same. He was also a very good runner. Um, and so that's kind of how it went. And then when when I got married and married a sports guy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it kind of um, led to other things. And, and we met through sport. Yep. And he um, got me into beach running and surf club. And yeah. that's where I did fairly well too. Because then – and then Jock came – Jock Athletic came from came first, obviously. Jock Athletic came um, in two thousand and six. We'd both he was with professional sport, so worked for the Australian cricket team for five years. And I had, I had, my background was um, finance. So at university, I did a bachelor of science. Oh wow! And majored in mathematics. And from that, I got job. Uh, I worked straight out of uni. I think my first job was in the Commonwealth Bank in their structured finance team. Wow, that's um, so different to <laughs> so different. <laughs> to so I worked in that field kind of for from ninety eight to two thousand and three. Yep. And it was a really it was I loved that corporate environment, but yeah. the work was kind of like pushing numbers around on, on yeah. paper and making bit millions. Ni- mind numbing just bit mind numbing and I thought I don't think this is gonna be for me. Yeah. The money for a twenty something year old was ridiculous in yeah. terms of good. Um but I just it wasn't for me. So I, I left that um, were you still doing the running and like you said, beach running? And yeah, stuff no. So that? that was, uh, at that point I was more doing, I was kind of right into my Oz tag. Oh, nice. And, uh, Jock and I met sort of at the start of my working career. So 1998 uh, and, um, when I left the bank, I traveled with him a bit and the cricket team. And then I settled into working for my brother in real estate. And uh, and after that, well, going way back, my dad always had shops like delis and cafes and things like that. So yep. from a really young age, we were exposed to what that kind of work was like, you know, early hours, getting your hands yeah. dirty, dealing with customers. Um, and so he through my um, schooling and all through uni, that's where we worked. We worked for him in the in the businesses. Um, and then before we started Jock Athletic, I worked in a cafe with my dad and my sister for two or three years. Yeah. And then Jock Athletic was born in October 2006. And that's where we're at. We're coming up to 17 years, I think, this wow. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. I, and I, I'm really proud of that, actually, because from 
that's a like there's so many businesses around. Oh yeah. That but n- we've never the one thing we've never done is try to compete with anybody else. We've always done what we we jocks saying is I don't care what anyone else is doing. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know. So whether they copy or go some different direction, you know, no it's got nothing to do with us. Yeah. Um we just stick stick in our lane and this is what we know and this is how we do it. And, and I mean a testament to that is all the people that you know, I came through Jock myself, obviously, but yep. you have such a big community around it now. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it always it has gone from strength to strength. You know, we've 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 had the same struggles as lots of other businesses have had, particularly through the financial crisis in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, and then COVID. Yeah. You know, like we're we're we always say we're a luxury item. Um, yeah. And so one of the thir- first things to go is you know our our fees or our memberships. But uh, Jock, we, when COVID hit, we pivoted really hard and um, and really fast. And I think that saved us. That he saved us. Yeah. Um, he was the first to really push everything online and even the running, um, running online with phones and things, which at first I was like, what? Yeah, like, this is crazy. This is crazy. But everyone loved it because it, it was one way to stay connected. Yeah. yeah. And it's so accessible you know, not necessarily having to be somewhere at a certain time. Or no, and you could you could still pair up yeah, and you could see each other wherever you were on the phone, you know, Zoom. It was, Zoom. It was good. <laughs> I know. So many people worked out how much you can do over I know. Zoom. I know. And so, look, you know, lots of businesses have, have come and gone in that time and, and young personal trainers, you know, getting into the industry and I, I really wish them well, but I think a lot of them don't realise how hard it really is. Yeah. Um, to maintain your existing clients, but also get new ones. So, yeah. And Mother Runner started in 2019. Was yes. that before COVID? After? Just before COVID. So, Just before. Seven, uh, 2000, September 2019. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that was kind of, you know, I, I was getting a little bit itchy. You know, I, my, my, my background wasn't coaching or sports coaching and so work yeah. it was working for jock for a long time and I thought ah kids kind were of more on the management side yeah of on things. the management side um and I thought this is kind of not where I thought saw myself going yeah um as a career and so I kind of um just talking to all the different mums of our athletes yeah and how they used to be athletes or they used to run or they used to play sport before kids or before whatever their circumstance was and I thought, oh, you know, and, and it's always the, the confidence in listening to their stories and listening to the way they talk about um, their ability. I thought, well, I think there's something here. And so I started Mother Runner um, and it was – Great name. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so many people mispronounce it like Mutha. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's spelled M-U-T-H-A yeah, for yeah. everyone listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, so, you know, there's people that – um, it doesn't matter, but it was yeah. all on. It was all based on that real motherfucker attitude, you yeah. know. Like it's like we can do really hard things, and most of the women that tra- all of the women that have come through have been are so tough, yeah, so resilient. Like they're not just school mums and housewives, and they've had careers and successful careers and kids and and hardship and oh, and yeah. I, I think I've learnt more from them than what I've taught them. Yeah, which is such a cool outcome for yeah. you. Yeah, oh, such it's a good something. outcome for me. Yeah, like, I'm like oh, not something is... you expect to 
gain going into that? No, because as a coach, you know, people are coming to you for guidance, for expert advice. Yeah. And But at 47, um, connecting with these women, and I said to you before the interview, growing up, most of my friends were male. Yeah. Um, I just, girls are bitches, you know, yeah. and like I just didn't, couldn't deal and all the drama that all comes the with drama. it sometimes. And I had my fair share of that at high school and I thought, oh, not know. for me. <laughs> no. And so and then it naturally evolved. So as 40, at 47, I found myself surrounded by these women, similar age, bit younger, bit older, who were teaching me things about, um, and you learn things about your body at this age and about your strength, yeah, um, physical and mental that, you know, you, you don't know when you're 27. Yeah. That comes with a lifetime of... Comes with experience. And it's so it's so great, you know, because obviously you would know, not myself really, but as a mum, you would know that you so often end up putting your kids first mm. and just kind of throwing all your needs to the side mm. sometimes. And I see it with my mum mm. and a lot of mums. Um, but for them to be able to have this big community of yeah. women that run together... But the other thing that comes with that, that sacrifice, is the guilt when you do want to do something for yourself yeah. um, or you do put yourself first sometimes. In, in After such a long time of not doing that yeah. as well. Yeah. So that's, um, I think, a big thing that – that's another hurdle um, for people starting to exercise or getting back into exercise I, I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What is Mother Runner kind of as like a broad – Thing so for listening. it's uh it's a it was founded off the premise of um giving women permission to do something for themselves and to 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 do it in an, in an environment that was safe and um non-threatening and welcoming um yeah. so there's some accountability there there's an opportunity to meet like uh, like-minded women um and that's a big thing like i, I never found it intimidating or hard to train or work out in, in a gym with where there was men or in a training group with men or I, I, I never saw I, I could never relate to that aspect of it but most of the women that come are have come because it's all women and there's physiological things at this age where you need another woman's understanding yeah. so and that's where I think I've been able to have some benefit in that I can relate or I can give advice that's appropriate to their age or what they're going through. Yeah. And is it just mothers? Because I know at the bottom of your post you say you don't have to be a mother to, to run, run with, with the, the mothers. mothers. No, <laughs> just it's for women who run. Yeah. Women who run or who want to run or used to run. Yeah. Like running, like the idea of running. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess there's a lot of uh, – what are some of the benefits, not just physically but mentally – just with running, especially maybe for mothers and people around that age? Uh, Some of the big ones, I guess. I, I think, you know, the biggest one would have to be your mental health. Um, mm. And the uh, – because running is like an – it's an achievement. Running is hard no yeah. matter how easy you're going. Just to sometimes put your shoes on and get out the door, even if it's for yeah. a run jog or yeah. run walk. You yeah. Know? Um, but it's I've, I'm I'm kind of now like you have to be easy on yourself because running is always going to be hard regardless of how fit you become. Mm-hmm. You challenge, you push yourself harder as yeah. you get fitter. Um, so I think mentally and physically, uh, it uh, it's it's nourishment for your whole body. Yeah. Because you have to use your whole body to run. Totally. <laughs> And you might you can drift off if you're going for a long run, and you can start thinking about the day or 
um, solving the world's problems, which yeah. <laughs> most often you can do when you go for a run if you're in a rut or you have got something pretty um, heavy weighing on your mind. We've always found going for a run is sometimes it, it gives you the solutions to those things or it helps you take a moment and, and think about things a little bit longer. Yeah. So definitely the mental and physical side of things. The community is the other thing. Yeah. Like I said, there's women who, uh, you know, who just plot along. They're never going to get faster. You know, it's they, they never did it as kids. They never, one lady never played sport as a kid. Only got into running in her 50s. That's a huge achievement in itself. Though. It is. And is. But you see with that, um, she's, uh, you know, she's, there's a whole lot of other challenges that she's had to face through her lifetime. And so the fact that she keeps turning up week after week, it's like, well, you know, I don't care if she's not going fast, if she wants to walk this rep. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just showing up. And the fact that she turned up and is having a go. Yeah. It's, it's great. Do you guys meet? Like multiple times a week? Or? Yeah, we meet um, a couple of mornings, early mornings a week, uh, one mid-morning. Um, and the other thing we introduced um, a couple of years after we started, well, a year after we started was strength training to support running um, yeah. because it's the biggest, one of the most important factors to running is, is strength training but for runners. Yeah. And I imagine another big thing that stops people wanting to show up is motivation. Yes. Yeah, is that is that true to what you found? Yes, like I, I and I think I kind of touched on it before. People love the idea of it, and yeah. I, if you've been an athlete or and an athlete is anyone who's done any is physical. I think. Yeah, you know, you don't have to be a professional to be an athlete. Um, but if you've if you've had success as an as a in, as a youngster and you know what it takes to work hard or be really good at something. Coming back to it later in life, there's that resilience there and that that memory that, okay, this is not going to be easy, but I know after a little while it'll get better and I'll get to that point again. But I think motivation has to come from having a reason to do it. So um, uh, one of the ladies only recently this week, early this week, said, I've just lost my motivation. I've lost my mojo. I can't. Maybe I need a goal. And I just said to her, I think – you have to work out why you want to do it. And I knew why yeah. she wanted to do it. I knew but before she did. But she you don't want to tell them. No. They have to I, work it yeah, out for themselves. I know she knows that running is the one thing of all, everything she does that gives her the most satisfaction, like for whether it's weight loss, you know, feeling greater, endorphins, you know, yeah. accountability, all those things. It's the one thing apart from all the other things she does that, really has the most bang for their for her buck yeah and that's what running does you know um swimming I, I'm not a swimmer and I, I, me neither and I <laughs> I hate the idea of it but I know that people love it so you have to have a reason why you have to find why what's your reason yeah. for wanting to run because if there's no reason then that's all right let's park it do something yeah. do something you love this so, it's we haven't got time yeah definitely don't stress about trying to run when you when you don't know why you're even doing it in the first place do something you love whatever yeah. that is swimming swimming <laughs> for some people. pilates uh cycling whatever. yeah and i know you guys have organized uh you did the vivid run yes yeah do you want to talk a bit about that yes that was a kind of a little bit of a stroke of genius <laughs> <laughs> on, my, on my part. If I don't say so <laughs> right. myself. No, well, it was kind of like I wanted last year, 2022, 
I wanted to go in and see the installations at Vivid, but I I don't have the patience to walk around. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and the, with the crowds and the. So I said to a couple of the the group, I said, "Does anyone want to go in and just run through?" Yeah. Through the installations Breeze and through. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, one of the girls actually works for Bridge Climb. And, oh, uh, wow. As part of Vivid some years back, they had all these flashing vests, glow-in-the-dark type vests. And she said, I'll get a bunch of those and we'll run through yeah. town with those on. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And so we found this awesome route that took us right around the installations, you know, around a Barangaroo and Opera House and – and it was so successful that this year I applied, didn't realise I'd actually applied late to Vivid or Destination New South Wales who run the whole thing mm-hmm. and said, I want to be a moving installation this year. Like I want to be, oh, wow. this is what we've got with the vests and runners and, you know, and they're like, yes, we love it. So it became an official event on their program in 2023. That's great. That's so cool. I know. And I so I thought I'll do it. Um, across three nights so that it goes for three weeks the event uh, the vivid and so I thought I'll do three events one each week yeah and I opened it up to a um, hundred people and then when the first night sold out I was like oh and it was free so oh wow I'm like oh my god how am I gonna maneuver a yeah. hundred people through because the crowds at vivid are cray crazy yeah they're crazy and I'm like oh so I just again and by luck I, I the nights I did were not um, considered their high traffic night. So Tuesday yep. night and uh, um, I did one Thursday night, which is pretty peak. But it was it was quite it was quite quite good. So being free, people sign up but don't show up. So of the hundred or eighty people, I ended up um, limiting at about fifty would come. Okay, so that's still quite a big group running yeah, together. Yeah, really good. And it's it's about managing their expectations and keeping it flowing and managing all the abilities of people that come yeah. from really super fit. Because how far was the run? It's six k, six and a half okay. k's or thereabout. And you, there's lots of stopping, so you're yeah. not. It's by no means um, stressful. But um, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, really. It good. looked awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm I'm really pleased. So I've applied it to do that again and this year I'll, I'll make it a little bit more interesting and bigger and change it up partners involved and, yeah you know. no that's yeah. great yeah it looked really fun it looked just you know to be with people you know just yeah oh, it's good and I, I think too it it kind of taught me well you can't it, you don't have to stay in that box with running like it can be um you can really open it up to some new and interesting experiences so, yeah 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 that's um that's bit that was fun it looked a lot of fun. Mm. I wanted to talk a little bit about, you kind of said, you know, the women you've been able to meet through starting Mother Runner or just through parents of jock kids, mm. that the things you were hearing from them or learning from them was, you know, such a massive thing. But has it been cool to watch them, like, hit goals? And oh, yeah. Has, has there been some pretty cool stories out of yeah, that? Yeah, there has been. Um one of the school mums, well, actually, she was a school mum, not a jock mum. Nice. Um, and she she wasn't a runner, not yeah, not at all. And she's got right into it, right into the strength training. She can, she's come on all my camps. So we have a mother runner training camp. Um, we've had three now, and that's just a you know a two nights away where we train and eat and yeah. Drink a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a different from a jock camp where it's all about the training and the, yeah. the, the, the strict eating and the recovery. 
There's um, a little bit of fun in there. <laughs> way more fun. And, and they re- you can really get to connect on a different level when you can relax a bit more in yeah. outside of your normal environment. She's, she's one that's just still – she's been there from pretty much day one. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's so. so cool. I know. It's so cool. And then they bring friends and, yeah, it's – um. Yeah, it really it is it is good to see them achieve things. So we've got about five or six at the moment training for the Sydney Marathon, which is oh, only wow. it's only three and a half weeks away. But they've been training. The program is sixteen weeks, so they've been training for thirteen weeks. Yeah, a marathon's forty two forty two point two kilometers. Wow! And the training for that is hundreds of kilometers. You know, yeah, like it's a full time job. Do you run when training for a marathon? Do you run the full length often? No, no, you build. So the longest run they'll do is in a couple of weeks, like two weeks out from the marathon. And yeah, that's, okay. Uh, that'll be around 36 Ks. So yeah. That's the longest training run they'll do. But all, other than that, it's all kind of, you, you know, your interval. So, you know, one kilometer reps or yep. still training that those energy systems that allow you to run further for longer. Yeah. Uh, you know, or for faster for longer. Have many of them run marathons before? Um, only one has previously done a marathon. Yeah. Wow. That's and so she'll exciting. Smash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you run it with them or do you kind of ride with support? Oh, well, yeah, I, I do. We had a, a big one um, last weekend was 34Ks. And to make it interesting for them, <laughs> I, I set a course from <laughs> South Cronulla to the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. And um, it can get pretty tricky because you've got to navigate the airport. Yeah, how do you – I've seen people try that before and then you kind of get to the airport tunnel and you can't get through that way. Yeah, so – but we've got – like Sydney has some awesome bike paths. Yeah, um, okay. And paths that take you – direct you around that. Um, so – and there's a lot of infrastructure happening around the airport um, for bike because a lot of people commute on bikes as well. Yeah, definitely. But once you work out how to get there, it's a really pretty cool. Yeah. There's bike path all the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. The whole way. The whole way is bike path. If you know the way to go, yeah, 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 and is that because uh, their marathon is just on road? It's on the road, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's changed up for the training a little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and that's the other thing we 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 try and not run on hard surfaces a lot in the winter, in the early in the mornings. That gets a bit tricky because um, it's so dark, yeah, and it's dangerous to run on trail or grass or anything where there's trip hazards and things, and so. But generally, their long runs will be on concrete or tar, you know. Yeah. It's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was bike support. That 34Ks to the Opera House was bike support. And that was fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> cool. But having – going normally on a big, long training run like that, you're running out and back. Yeah. So sometimes mentally that can also weigh heavy when you know you haven't even got to the halfway point. Yeah, you know? and you've got to get all the way. So they did run there and home? No, this one was uh, straight there. So I was going to say. <laughs> most of them had organised um, – transport back or they just got on the train so, yeah yeah what is is there some things that help you or you know that help others when running like listening to mu- long distances yeah everyone is music? really different yeah. music um music is one running running um by the ocean you know so you've got a view all the time so okay. you might run out to boat harbor for those who are local yeah um, or along the esplanade or you know again the bike tracks will take you over um along uh, you know, over Captain Cook Bridge and along the water, the the Brighton um, waterfront. Yeah, there's some if you know what to do or where to go. Some some ways to make it interesting, and I think that's the key: make it interesting. Don't yeah. be afraid to change it up a little bit. 
But you'll find that with runners. Runners can be really, um, what's the word, OCD. About how they. Yeah, where they run, what time they run, you know, yeah, the shoes wow. they run in. That's not the mother runaway. No, <laughs> I can't, no. I, look, um, the women who come to me, it's about, it's about a, removing as many obstacles as possible to get them to start. Yeah. And I always say turning up is the hardest part. Which I think is very true. It's so true. It's that's true with anything. Like, like just getting out of bed and getting your gear on, and then you're like, oh, okay, well I'm I'm dressed now. I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> so um, one of our um, business partners, former business partners, used to say, "Don't make the decision lying down." So yeah. if the alarm goes off at five thirty in the morning, get up, look outside. If it's pouring rain and you you don't have it in you, then go back to bed. But generally the rain will stop by six yeah. so you're not running in the rain anyway and I all that's a, the running joke in our chat is it never rains at 6am so it could be do you bucketing run rain down. hail or shine yep we run rain hail and shine wow yeah that's fun there's something fun about running in the rain yeah I think. and it, look it, it never it just doesn't last like no. it will never rain for a full complete session yeah so no, that's right. do you get um obviously a big part of exercise and managing injuries Mm. do you get many people who you know maybe come into the mother runner and have come from not doing anything to then doing running or do you find that you get a lot of injuries and how's the best way for people to manage those um to be honest we don't get a lot of injuries um that's good yeah it is and we we periodize or our plan so we won't be going hard every session every week of the year like um we, we build. So if the guys that are training for the marathon, as an example, they will build over three weeks and then on the fourth week they'll reduce all their volume mm-hmm. a lot. The, the intensity always will stay the same. But on these four-week cycles, they're building for three, offloading for one, and then they build again and then they offload and then they build again. So it's always giving the body a chance to recover and adapt from all the gains they're making, from all the training they're doing. Yeah. Because if you don't give your chan- body a chance to recover from those things, if you're bashing yourself week in, week out, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes people maybe think that's like you've just yeah. got to always go and go hard. And yeah. So for my advice for people who are just starting out running or who are running – want to run for a specific goal is make sure you get a really good training plan that mm. gives you those offload weeks or those um, reduce volume weeks so you've got a chance to recover. Yeah. <clears throat> so generally not not a lot of injuries to answer your original question. Question. Often they're coming from things that they've done outside uh, of. Yeah. Um, and they bring into a session, but no. We, I was talking to someone the other day about injuries because um, we went, I went snowboarding at the beginning of the year with a bunch mm. of friends and you just see the little kids like bang it down the mountain <laughs> or go crazy. And then you're so cautious because I think the more I grow up and the older you get, you're like, oh, I can't afford, like, I can't afford to hurt myself. Yeah. Yeah. I broke my arm last year and like, you know, type for work, just things you don't think about. Yep. But then it's just like, oh. I know. I know. One of the women who's doing the marathon, she's, um, you know, I, as I said, this three and a half weeks ago and she's been training so well and she told me this morning that she's going to the snow for a week. <gasps> um, you know, and I, my first reaction was like, no, no. change it, don't do it, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then at, by the end of the session, I said to her, you know what, the time you spend away with your family this week and the fun you'll have, I said, that's so much more important than yeah. missing a week of marathon training. I said, and don't stress about 
you know, trying not to get injured or, or worry that you're not going to get a run in because those that just means that you will <laughs> get injured. I, I, just, I was going to say that's you find that's when people get injured. So just yeah. go go down and really enjoy yourself. Yeah, enjoy that time with your family, and then when you get back, we it's business. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there'll there'll always be another marathon. There'll always be another one. Yeah, like, I, and I I think that's the lesson, particularly as we get older. Like we can't. We're not training to win the Olympics anymore. No. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where we've got to just do it for the enjoyment of it. Yeah. You push hard when you want to push hard and have a goal, but enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And it's great to have, obviously, have the goal of something like that, yeah. like a marathon. And that's probably the top end of the scale in terms of goals yeah. for people with running, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I guess for some, it's a lot smaller. Oh, yeah. As, you know, some of them, are, it's like, look, let's have a, um, let's see if we can um, do park run, which is a five kilometre run. And their park run is run right around the world. Um, different suburbs have a park run. So Cronulla yeah. has one, San Susie, Centennial Park. And the courses are always different. Some are really flat. Cronulla is really hilly. And it's about challenging yourself over that course, you, you know, and it might be to complete it without stopping. Yeah. You know, that's some of the goals from some of my runners is just let's have a go, see if we can work up to doing that. And then once they've been able to achieve that in eight weeks' time, let's come back and see if we can better that time. You know, like it's really small little um, wins along the way. Yeah. But which would be so cool for you to watch them oh, yeah. hit that though. It's the it's the achieve it's watching them the, the finish like cuz the nerves and the um the stress and anxiety they have on the morning of a challenge like that or yeah. a race or it's um palpable. It and almost like takes you back to being a kid yeah. when you've got like a big Yeah. You know. And I know that feeling so well from yeah. having competed before, but oh, it can be debilitating. But you kind of have to remember, it's a park run. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, wait a second. Or it's a marathon. Like, yeah. ah, you know, 15,000 other people are out here and they're just, it's just a run. Oh, yeah. But even, I mean, I think even to be giving a marathon a go. Oh, yeah. Is just so crazy in it itself. Is. It is. It's, it's and um, to, as you said, like training for it is almost like a full-time thing. It consumes you mentally. Yeah, and physically, because you've got to, you get pretty tired. Um, Do you find people who, once they've done one, they want to keep doing them, or is it very much like yeah? A, some whoa. of my couple of my best friends are just psychos. They just <laughs> the minute they've finished one, they've signed up for another one. I'm like, you're what? like, I love you, but you're insane. Yeah, <laughs> like marathoners are weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Eloise, but um, <laughs> you know, like I just yeah, that they just there's a bug that. Yeah, they get it, and they want to do it again and again, and you know, good on them. Oh yeah, mm. it's but not me. <laughs> You're like, mm, no, thank you, no thanks. Kind of what we touched on earlier, being a mum, you quite often have to juggle a lot, and that's sometimes I think where you all the t- time for yourself gets dropped. Mm. How have you found like managing running mother runner and jock and everything, and being a mum, and how do you think? the mums that come along, like finding themselves time to do that? Well, speaking from my experience, I I, I often will say to Jock, I'm not doing, I don't feel like I'm doing any of them well, (laughs) particularly because of the the lack of, well, I know I'm not, but I feel like the lack of support I'm giving my children often, you know, whether it's helping them with their homework or 
going them to buy them new school shoes or whatever. Yeah. Like we'll get around to it, but it's they're not the priorities, and no. I don't. I hate that, and I think that's a a societal guilt. I was going to say, I feel like that's probably a very natural thing mm. that that's how I what I should be doing. Yeah, but also because society has taught me that's what I should be doing. Yeah. But then they're not the things that they're going to remember. Your kids no. are not going to remember that you forgot to take them to get school shoes. or No. And, and so I, I, it's, I, I think, and I'm sure many other women can relate, it's a constant mental battle. I don't know. Ask your mum. Yeah, I know. I'm sure she'd have a lot to say on it. Yeah, it's, I find that all the time and I, and I don't know. But if I pulled away from that business um, – and solely did that, would I be satisfied? Yeah. No. no. You know, so it's... Again, it goes back to like finding the time for yourself. Yep. As well. Yeah. So one of the things that I I do that's strictly for me is is cycling. I love cycling. Oh, no that's, way. That's my thing. No one else does it. Yeah. No one else. It's a completely different social group. By yourself or you do it in a group? With uh, another uh, group of friends. Okay. Um, and it's... That's my outlet. Yeah. So. Are you yeah. in the big groups of people on the highway, yep. down the coast? Yeah. Causing a traffic jam? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> How do you find that? Like, this is jumping topic a little bit, mm. but is that scary? Because I um, always think like driving 100 kilometers an hour, I know it doesn't feel that fast when you're in a car, mm. but if you're on a bike next to traffic, even if you just stand on the side of a highway, it's so yeah. loud and it's so quick. Um, yeah, it can be pretty scary. We don't often, we, we try not to go on the main roads. Like it's, it, when the bigger the bunch, the safer it is on a road, and, yeah. you know, but there are drivers who don't have the patience and are pretty rude and, mm. um, I suppose there's always going to be those people no matter what. Yeah. And I think you just have to have the confidence to hold your line and not, you know, yeah. it's really, it's all about confidence. And and when you're riding in a bunch of, with a bunch of people you are familiar with, it makes it a lot easier too, because some riders are quite erratic. You don't know what they're doing. It's a lot of communication that needs to happen on a bike in a peloton. So, yeah, because yeah. one, if it doesn't come up the chain from the front, if there's an obstacle in the road, or I always think they ride so closely together, and I'm like, how are they doing that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're talking a lot, and it's uh, yeah, bike handling is a skill. Yeah, and is it not hard to hear each other? Because I, I know sometimes if you walk past, you'll hear them all chatting. Yeah, and I'm and like, how are they? How can they hear? I can barely hear sometimes. Yeah, you can generally hear the one right next to you, but if there's yeah. someone talking in front or be- or behind is okay, but yeah, not, not nah. <laughs> you can't really nope. hear them. That's good. That's good to have. Yeah, so that's have my little outlet. That gives me a little bit of... Um, that's your thing. That's my thing. Yeah, mm. that's very cool. Yeah. Has, um, do the kids get much into running? Um, They're all excellent athletes. Yeah. But they... We have never pushed them into running, mm-hmm. and they don't do um, do it. So our my our younger two, so they're thirteen year old girl and a, f- a nine year old boy. They love their soccer. Oh, awesome! And our fifteen year old son, he's never really been into sport, but um, just starting to get into a little bit of running now. And he's very he's a very very good runner. Yeah, really good. Um, but he's really do- he's a he's he's the square peg in the round hole of life in general. Like he's. <laughs> quite eclectic or you know eccentric and he he's he's really different and I love him because he's 
not like anyone I've ever met before. Yeah. So he, which is so cool. It's so cool, especially in a world where um, now at that age with technology, yeah, so much influence and yeah, pressure. I think to be something mm. or be like others. Yeah. So he, when he was um, oh, a year or two ago, he started writing a book. Oh my god! I know. I know. He started writing That's a book. Awesome. He hasn't. He has. He, he gets a little bit with it. You know, each month, but you know, nothing to sort of send to a publisher yet, or yeah. But we're like, mate, keep going, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, people spend years writing books. Yeah. So even if he puts a little bit in every yeah, now and then. Yeah. So he's that guy. He, you remind me a lot of him. You know. Oh. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's you. good. I think they'll. You'll find you find your thing. Yeah. And so, but he he enjoys riding his bike, but and he goes for walks. So. Yeah. It's good. It's good finding. You know, like you said, cycling, I guess, for you, mm. finding that thing you like. Yeah. And it's harder, I think, when it's maybe not something that everyone else yeah, yeah. <laughs> enjoys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or thinks is cool. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe kind of getting to that age now where I'm like, oh, I don't really mind. I don't really care that it's not cool as oh, such. Oh, yeah. Which no. is a very freeing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's something you learn with experience. You yeah. Know, like you. My son, I'm about to go actually in September, start a grad diploma at the University of New South Wales, which is where I did my undergraduate and uh, or my degree. And yep. uh, it's really cool because I'm on the same student number that I was 30 years ago. Oh. And that's so cool. Anyway. You can use your old student ID. Yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> said to me, are you, gonna, are you worried that you're going to be the oldest person in the room? I'm like, no. I said, yeah, oh, that's the best part about it. I said, I'll be the smartest person yeah. in the room. <laughs> like for real. Yeah. Um, I'll have the most experience. I won't be shy to put my hand up and ask questions, you know, none oh. of these things that other people when you're 18 or 19, you know. Because that was, that was a killer for me at uni, like putting your hand up to ask a question, yeah. which sounds so silly, but like it's oh, very it true. It is. It's very threatening. Yeah. <laughs> and you're in a room with like a hundred kids your age. Yeah. And I'm, I chose face to face. There was an online yeah. option for in term one and I just said, no, I need to be in front of a person. Yeah. And that's so awesome. Read the room. Yeah. What do you, do you mind if I ask what you're going to? No, I'm doing a uh, graduate diploma in social impact. Oh, wow. So what does that mean? I'm not sure yeah. yet. But it's a, it's essentially the, where I want to take it is how I can marry business and community or, or working in business to, that it has positive impact on community. Yeah. Kind of based around what you're doing with Mother Runner? Yes, potentially. Or it could lead me to... Could com- lead somewhere else. Yeah, it could lead somewhere else. I'm really open to that. That's a very... I've not heard of that mm. before. That's a yeah. very specific... So it could, you know, it, it could be in the philanthropy field it mm. might be in like so many big businesses now and and global corps are putting aside budgets for programs that impact community um positively yeah. socially um so i think there's a really it's so emerging well probably more than emerging now but it's been around for a while that there's real space to create impact yeah and i've worked that out about myself only just recently is that I need to be involved in something where I have to find solutions to things like that's my strength like finding solution is that kind of like the mathematics background it maybe must be. yeah I, it's, it's really it's only a recent re- revelation yeah because I go through these patches um with my work and I'm like it's great and I love the impact I'm, ha- I'm having yeah but there's more 
and I, I haven't really been able to put my finger on what that is yet and whether a mother runner is involved in that yeah, or not. I don't know yet. That's very cool, um, just the fact as well that you're going back to uni because I think another, talking about like societal pressures, another big thing is like feeling like you have to have everything so worked out and like I know friends that have done uni degrees and they didn't necessarily like the one they did and they're just like, oh, I don't want to go back to uni like it's another four years mm. and then but it would be something that they enjoyed but it just in their head it's like oh no like four years but then I guess in the big scheme of things that's not really a long time it's not a long time but it's different pressure when you're early 20s because you need to start earning a living and yeah. you know I've got the luxury of having done that and been a bit more financially secure and kids are growing so I've got a bit more time to invest in myself in that way yeah um but I, it's a, yeah, it can be a different beast at the other end of the scale when you just come out of uni and, and, and I, I'm really big on the young people I meet who are about to start that journey is make sure you do something you love, like you actually love doing. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out for you, okay, then go and get that accounting role or go and work in that shop or whatever it is, but start with the, the love project first yeah and if there's a university degree for that great if not <laughs> go for it <laughs> you know I, I think uni uni is um great but it's not the be all and end all oh no not now yeah there's so many other avenues and opportunities for young people and there's so many that you yeah you hear of people doing these amazing things and they didn't go to uni <laughs> oh yeah yeah and i mean obviously you go to uni for some things and you need to that's right but then there's definitely ways that don't involve that yeah because, you know, there's also the pressure and, like, you need to get certain marks to do this, but there's always another way mm. to yeah, do it. Yeah, always. And that's why if it's something that you love doing, then you'll find a way to do it. Yeah. Definitely. And that's cool to have, you know, now realise that you love the social impact side of things and yeah. to know that you're like, okay, I'm going to go do that now. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. I know. I just, yeah. I, if I can bring Mother Runner along for that ride, I will. Yeah. Because you think, you know, women are 50% of the population, you know, and yeah. if only 1% of that exercised or did something active, it's still a lot of women. Yeah. And those women as a collective can make a huge impact in their communities. Like that's the, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Definitely. <sighs> oh, <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> Check back in in six months. I'll let you know where that's at. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything, I guess, that you want to, anyone thinking about doing it and coming along? Oh, just come, like, yeah. just turn up. I'm, it's so, like, you know, first session for free type thing. Just yeah. send me a message. Um, and it's so much more than just coming to do the, yeah. getting a run, you know? It's, yeah, it's it's so not intimidating. Like, I, it's easy for me to say being on this side of it, but, yeah, if you're ever thinking about it or ever want to try it, just turn up. Yeah. Let me know you're coming. <laughs> yeah, give me a heads up. Yeah, yeah, give me a heads up. <laughs> you got all your merch I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah visors. I know. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. That stuff is like well, you could go to town on all that stuff. Oh but, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just fun to be able to, you know, everyone showing the support through wearing. I know, yeah. and they get it. They wear it and they yeah. buy it all. So I'm so grateful. Oh yeah, I know because it's like I see stuff all the time, really cool stuff. I'm like, oh, I'd love to have that merch from Mother, but it's yeah. like. Oh, they're not going to want to buy another piece of merch, but yeah, if I do it right, maybe they will. Well, it sounds like you've found a very good community of women. Yeah, I have. Which is going to keep growing, yes. hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, one last thing, I guess. 
and then I'll let you run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, is there anything that you, you know, from your own experiences in life that you would want to share with anyone listening just about anything in particular, oh. something you've learned that you think would be? I think be open to evolving. Yeah. <laughs> like That's a, a good one. I'm not a, like I was never cut out. I was never uh, in my brain to be a running coach. Yeah. When I was growing up, even at uni, it's like, what? Loved playing sport, loved team sport. That was all my, always my thing. I, I never actually used to go out for a run or run with friends. We, I just didn't do that. Yeah. It was always, you know, running for tr- is part of a tra- is part of training for whatever sport I was doing at the time. Um, so yeah, be open to evolving and, yeah. and always don't, don't, don't box yourself into that. If you go into finance or um, do a business degree and you think you have to go and work for a bank or a big corporate, there's so many other avenues and, and where you can use those skills. So many more interesting ways to use those normal or average skills. Yeah. You know? Just They're a lot more transferable than you think. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's in sports administration or for a global network of whatever like yeah so many so many people have interesting jobs that were founded off basic um skills or that doesn't sound right you know but no i know what you mean you just never there's a lot of things where you don't think you could end up somewhere like you said you don't think you did finance and maths and worked in banks and yeah and you're a running coach now and i'm sure if you spoke to you in your 20s who was working in banks and you said hey you're gonna be a running coach yeah, you no wouldn't chance. <laughs> no chance be like sorry what yeah yeah so just yeah be open open to evolving yeah as a human i like it yeah that's a good one well thank you so much oh, thanks for having me don't have to be a mother to <laughs> run with the mothers no, no you don't check it out instagram mother runner uh, mother dot runner nice yes awesome thank you so much for sharing thank you <laughs> thanks Jamaica. it's been fun okay Ta- 